to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I am Denise, and guess what? It's the last Wednesday of the year. We are kissing 2022 goodbye. And um, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little scared of 2023 after the last three years. So um, I'm actually going in. I'm going to do a little toe dip. Uh, One thing I am not going to do is resolutions. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit um, just in this episode about what I'm doing with my new year in that um, I'm kind of had a lot of interesting things happen this fall. It's been been a doozy. Um, I will tell you that recently, uh, uh, well, recently, you know, I I had the issues with uh, the mom and the accusations that, you know, Peter had, you know, pushed her kid and all this other stuff and and we got a little Buster, the puppy, and he is like a whole, uh, well, he's what, four, 12 weeks old today, and he is um, 30.6 pounds, so there's that. Um, so three months, 30 pounds, 10 pounds a month, he is a big boy, but he's a good boy. So we're currently in the process of full-fledged potty training to outside and I've removed all of the paper from my house except for one area by the door. And that's what we're doing, period. So basically, you're in, I'm in total vigilance and never resting a moment. Uh, he is going to uh, being crate trained. So he uh, does go in the crate at night, uh, which is in our bedroom, uh, the primary bedroom. And we, um, this way he sees us. It's kind of like a pack thing. It's what I've read anyway. But uh, so I'm going with that. And uh, we had um, we had an interesting Christmas. I'm going to talk about my Christmas only because, you know, everybody says it's so great and it's so happy and, you know, and there's lots of dynamics going on at Christmas. Uh, you know, good, bad, sketchy, in between, exhausting. And I was just exhausted this year. I'm still having problems with my, um, my legs. So uh, update on that. The ankle, my left ankle and foot that I had surgery on to repair uh, the stuff that I was having from the little pain I was getting, um, that was a flop. So essentially, I have worst, worst, worse, worse, uh, <laughs> um, worse swelling now um, than I did prior to the surgery. And uh, apparently, I have some sort of numbing or nerve damage on the um, outer three toes, the little baby toe working towards the big toe. Um, I have an appointment um, next year with another angle foot specialist just to see how much damage has been done. Am I going to fix it? Probably not. I'm kind of done with doctors right now Um, because all of this could have been avoided if people just listened and um, to me that my body with lupus reacts differently. And uh, I'm not going to shut up about that because, you know what, we're all unique and created differently. You know, someone with arthritis is going to heal different than someone who's healthy and athletic, who's going to deal, you know, someone that has MS, someone who has lupus. 
it's just it's just really nonsense now that we I'm going to be barking back at these docs right now because uh, I run my health care and they've literally I went in to fix an ankle and I came out crippled and I don't say that to be dramatic. Um, I can barely get up the stairs. Uh, I can barely do my regular shopping. I can barely do my personal cares. Uh, all of it is a struggle and uh, it shouldn't be a struggle at my age, period. So the knee, well, the ankle foot surgeon that messed up my foot, uh, his buddy, quote unquote, because that's what he called him when he told me, oh, I'll refer you to my buddy to clear your knee, to make sure it's okay to bear all that weight. Well, his buddy cleared my knee and guess what? He missed a meniscus tear, which means that now I have a full blown torn meniscus and it might have ruptured. I don't know at this point. All I know is that sometimes it completely gives out on me and I'm on the floor. Boom. There's that. Um, I have to go see a knee specialist now, guy who did my dad's knee, because at least we know he could do good work, right? And uh, he's going to look at my um, my MRI and a new one, and because now I got a baseline, of course. I mean, he cleared me for surgery. Guess we're going to find out whether or not that was the case. And so that's what's going on with that. Uh, we still have a European trip in June. Uh there's going to be basically two options with that. I'm either going to go in severe pain and just get around and enjoy the surroundings and just deal, or I'm going to be post-surgical stiff and hurting and uh, know that in the long term, it'll be okay. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? You know, life is short. And uh, with that, I'm going to give you my my Christmas. So, uh I took a break this Christmas. I do everything. I do cookies and cakes and weeks and weeks of baking and planning and menu stuff and decorating. And you know what? I was, I was just, I'm be honest with you, I was over it this year. I just could physically not do it. And so I decided that I was just going to order the ribeye roast, the rib, the prime rib roast. What did I order? A prime rib roast. Um, that was just going to do the prime rib roast. And, uh, I bought a salad in a bag that wound up oxidizing. So I just threw it out. So there's that. I, this is why I don't buy anything in a grocery store. Like just go to a co-op or a local farm if you had it or a nice fruit vegetable market. Like screw the big box stores at this point, any grocery store. They've totally, they've ruined our grocery and our food supply in this country. So I'm like, wow, you can't even put something in a bag without oxidation. Just saying. I mean, we literally spent millions of dollars being able to give men erections, but we can't keep our lettuce from turning um, orange when we cut it. Yeah, I'm going to put that out there. Um, something to think about. <laughs> and then um, literally um, just ordered from our local Tom's Farm behind me here. And uh, we always pick up desserts because they're freshly baked. And so we got some peppermint cheesecake with chocolate ganache. And I ordered fresh whipped cream from them. Yep, I was even too lazy to buy some whipped cream. I literally just bought fresh whipped cream. Why the heck not? And then I ordered a caramel apple nut pie, which has always been my favorite. So it's so yum. And um, yeah, I ate uh, gluten. I don't care. That's kind of where I'm at. Because let me tell you, after the new year, I've already got it all planned. I'm already executing little by little. I got big plans right now. And I'm blasting it on here because this way I'm held accountable for it. See how that works? 
uh, sometimes it helps to verbalize, put it on Facebook, put it on social media, write it in your notebook, tell all your friends, tell your family if they, you know, support that kind of thing. Uh, tell somebody, I'm telling all of you that I am drastically changing things up come this month. I'm eating everything out of this damn house that people bring. Carl's mother, Mr. Sith, uh, our little babka will bring copious amounts of candy to this house and gluten, no matter how much I tell her that we are trying to be gluten-free, um, and uh, especially me, and that we don't want sugar in the house, right? That I'm really particular about our snacks, but that goes unheated. I asked once again if she could stop bringing copious amounts of candy into my house. I have one child and I got three bags of pretzels, chocolate covered pretzels, by the way, with, uh, you know, I'm sure red dye, uh, 40 red and green um, sprinkles on them. I got three bags of like chocolate Santa ornament, stuff like that. Um, I got peanut brittle and I'm not sure, but I'm sure there was more. Um, it's just too much candy and, and all honesty, it just gets thrown out because I'm not keeping it in the house. I'm just not. And when we do eat chocolate here, it's dark chocolate. It's organic. It's sustainably sourced. It's better than that. You know, all that stuff. Um, and so I just, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't know how many times I can say it, but I said it again. So, well, we'll check it out. I guess the next time I'll find out is Easter. That said, let's move along. I, um, that's all I did. And my mom made uh, stuffing and rice pilaf. And my sister was supposed to make Brussels sprouts, but she didn't. And, you know, whatever. At that point, it was so much food. Like, why do we need it? So um, I made some au jus gravy from a package. <laughs> I was like, I was so proud of myself. I'm like, yeah, I used au jus gravy from a package. Just add water. I was just to the basics. And you know what? I needed it. I needed it because I have been physically exhausted. I've been mentally exhausted. I've been spiritually exhausted because I'm just literally praying and sitting with Jesus every day, trying to figure out how I can work around the situation with my health. And he's given me signs, right? And I got a big one this weekend. So we decided that we were going to go through, um, and uh, they were going to do that. We opened presents. Uh, out came the desserts. Everybody left at a reasonable hour. Thank you. Now we could rest. Christmas Day, it's just me and my family. I ask for that because I just think it's a time I'd like to just have with me and my family and relax. And Santa came to our house. It was amazing. We celebrated Jesus being born. It was just a fabulous day overall. Now, I did all this with a smile and made everything happen and tried to take care of myself while literally holding in some of the hardest emotions I've ever had in my life. And that is, and I'm going to try to hold it together here, guys, because, you know, I figured the more I talk about it, the less I'll start crying about it. But um, so Saturday morning on Christmas Eve, um, I got a call from Peter's godfather um, informing me that his godmother had passed. This was completely unexpected. She is, you know, my age. And uh, we went to grammar school together. So this was uh, a complete shock. Um, and I literally just, you know, Carl knew because he answered the phone. He was trying to call me, but I didn't have my phone because I was like running around on Christmas Eve. Um, and then I know that Peter had called him a few times on the tablet. And he said that uh, he couldn't answer. Or could I please call him? And then Carl wound up getting with him. Um, 
But let me say, um, it, we are never promised tomorrow. We are never, you know, we spend so much time worrying about shit in the future and all of that stuff. And it really means nothing, right? If we're not living in the present. Um, she did have a surgical procedure. It's not my business to talk about what it was or whatever. Um, that, you know, was successful. So they said, and, um, that was done on, I believe a Wednesday. And then, um, you know, Saturday morning, you know, we're being told that she's passed and she was a beautiful, beautiful woman. Uh, she literally was an angel on earth and she had this infectious laugh and this infectious smile uh, and an infectious, uh, just her eyes would squ squint real tight when she laughed and smiled. And she was just a joyous person. And we all have our moments, but her energy just exuded joy. You, you just wanted to be with her. When you were with her, you laughed. You had a great time. You never felt uncomfortable. I never did, but yeah, I'm... I mean, I'm sure t somebody she didn't like, but, you know, to me, she was just an amazing, amazing friend. She will be missed greatly, especially in our household with the relationship that we had with her, with Peter as his godmother. So I went all through Christmas Eve um, celebrating the birth of Jesus and um, keeping this kind of buried I had a few people call me from my grammar school as well. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I, I am aware, you know, I'm aware, you know, she was my son's godmother. I'm aware. And so it was nice to talk to everybody again. And I did receive some wonderful messages from people we went to school with that, you know, about, you know, we hope that Peter's okay and blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was very nice. But like right now, I just feel that all of the prayers and the love and the support need to go towards her husband and uh, his sons and, you know, their sons and family to lift them during this time. And so it's not about me, right? It's about just making sure that their needs are met uh, because they're in a terrible state of grief during what is supposed to be one of the joyous holidays of the year. And so Christmas Day, I walked around like a zombie again, you know, Santa came and we were just kind of like going through them. I was just kind of going through the motions. And then yesterday, um, obviously Christmas Day observed, Mr. Sith was home, but we decided that um, after breakfast that we would share with Peter because um, he likes to call them on video all the time. So I'm like, we, we need to tell him. So we sat him down after breakfast and said, there's something like super important that we need to tell you, you know, right now. I told him, do you remember when I told you that like we're all living here in bodies on earth? Um, just for a short time, because we all return to heaven to live with God, Jesus, who is our creator. And he is our creation father. That's what we call him. So he knows that we all have dads, but that he is our creation father. And I said, and then when we were there, we are our perfect selves, right? We don't have to worry about these bodies anymore. And, you know, mommy's bum legs and, you know, you could be whatever you want um, in heaven, right? Everything is perfect and beautiful and at peace and calm and happy because we're sitting with our father again, our creation father. I said, and he was, yes, yes, you know, and going on with his stuff. And, 
And I said, well, um, unfortunately, I said, you know, he knows that, like, we talk about, like, that, like, one day I'll be gone and grandma and grandpa and Bobka and uh, Deepko, which is Mr. Sith's dad, is already there. Um, but we talked about that. And so I don't want him, you know, I don't know how much their, their little minds only absorb so much, but I want him to have the concept. And so I'm so glad that we've had these conversations before um, because it really helped in this situation. And I said, well, I said, unfortunately, I have to tell you that somebody we know uh, went, um, got called to live with Jesus. And he was like, who? And um, I said, you know, she was an angel here on earth for us, but Auntie Nikki had to go to heaven. Um, Jesus called her back because she was so special. He wanted to actually have her wear her wings. And so he said, um, so she's never coming back. And I said, no. So we all cried. Duh. You know, uh, even Mr. Sith. And I'm glad that he did because I want Peter to be able to express his grief and his emotions. And so, um, I told him, if you need to ever talk about this, you may feel sad unexpectedly. Go ahead and cry. Feel free to talk to me, but know that she is happy and healthy and perfect with Jesus right now. And she's following us all around now and watching us over as our personal angel. And uh, he asked a really good question. He said, is, you know, is Uncle Mike still here? And I said, yes, he is. And he said, okay. And I said, so right now, you know, Uncle Mike and, and the boys are real sad because she got called to heaven. And, and that's sad because we miss them here. But we it's okay to be sad but we also have to be happy and he said okay and i said it's very confusing so you just got to kind of go with how your heart is telling you to go and uh we cried i told him did you want some you know i said you know what to make you feel better right now and he said what and i said a piece of chocolate and he was like what i'm like a piece of chocolate and he goes you know what mom i'm not really feeling that right now and i'm like wow i am um <laughs> and he said, you know what I'd like to do? I want to build my Legos. And so he did. And he played with the two things that, of course, she gave him this Christmas. So, you know, I had to go in the bathroom and ball again. Um, and so, yeah, that's what we went through this weekend. Um, and I just ask all my little prayer warrior followers out there that if you um, are in your devotionals or in your daily prayers, if you could just take a moment to um, to lift um, my son's godfather and his family up right now and support them through their time of grief. Uh, that kind of was a downer. So let's like move this up a little bit, right? Um, I, that was a huge wake up call to me. So I have been planning and doing some, some sneaking, uh, planning on the side of what I'm going to do to help out my health situation, um, for this year. And I know they say, well, I don't make resolutions. I don't do that. I just make plans of action, right? So I set out a plan. What am I going to do? I set up steps. This is what I need to do by this date. I set up deadline dates. And so I have decided that um, I am going on a strict um, lifestyle change again. So I've been cheating a lot. And, uh, you know, because I'm an emotional eater. 
And so I'm, I've decided that like literally this weekend, it's all going in the garbage. Anything in my house that doesn't meet my strict dietary requirements is going in the garbage. I don't want them in the house. I've, we've literally decided, Mr. Sith and I, that we don't even want it for them because they can eat it, if that makes sense. So sometimes I have stuff in the house and people are like, thought you didn't eat cookies. Well, I don't eat cookies, but I have a kid and Mr. Sith who like have no problems with eating that stuff. Um, but we have decided that everyone is going to eat this way. We don't care anymore. Um, it's just like straight out. And I'm just going to go. Um, I'm trying to get on the Peloton. I still cannot get my swollen foot that I had the surgery on in the Peloton shoe. New plan, when you got drastic things called for drastic measures, I'm literally going to just put on my regular shoe and I'm going to duct tape it on to the pedal. Mr. Sith's going to do that for me. And then he's going to unduct tape me. This way I can get my time on the Peloton to get my um, circulation moving because I do think I need to really move my lymph. I'm going to start cryo treatments um, again after the new year, get that going. And I'm also going to do some acupuncture and lymph massage with my uh, Chinese herbalist. Um, she's amazing and it's a drive. It's like an hour and 15 drive, but it's going to be worth it. Like again, drastic, you know, you want drastic change, you need drastic measures. Um, that's what you got to do, right? Um and I am going to take off all my weight. Watch me, because it's going to happen. I've done it before numerous times. I'm doing it again. Because I need to be here for my family. I am the rock here. I am what literally does everything in my house. And I've decided that, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. I need to do a lifestyle change with food. Nothing's going to fix me surgical, medicine, none of that. I need to fix me by amending how I'm living in life, period. I need to, and it's not just about food, right? I need to start sitting with myself again. I need to stop skipping gratitude in the morning and doing it every other day. I need to make sure I'm doing devotional every day. I need to make sure that I'm reading book and having a personal time for myself. I need to do that while I'm in the bathtub and I need to put the damn phone down. Now I've been super good in keeping off social media except for the morning or I get two 10 minute breaks to do things online with respects to scrolling. I will not just lose myself in a scroll on social media, period. I won't do it anymore. I used to comment under everybody's comments. I love you guys all. I love your comments. Sometimes I have time for it. Sometimes I do not. I am not going into my personal time anymore to comment to everybody on social media. No, I love you all. I love the comments. I read them all, but sometimes I cannot just answer everything. And that's the way it has to be. That's the way it has to be for me to move forward and be able to like do a life check. And so uh, I'm blasting myself. I am going to be on alert to lose a ton of weight. I'm also going to start, like I said, getting my cardiovascular going. I have to, um, I'm going to start doing some stretching to start. I would like to ultimately do some Pilates again. I have to find a Pilates studio or be doing Pilates at home again because, again, I can never get anybody to validate that I need things super changed because of my body, lupus, and all the surgeries I've had. That said, um, I encourage you guys to do that. So 
this weekend, uh, the Sith family, uh, we're all going to sit down again. We've been put to task to, this week to think about all the things because we have a revision, right? We revise our dream board, our vision board every uh, quarter, right? So we do it four times a year. And so we are revising the dream board again. Now, what most people will do, like, you know, I don't know, in the MLM industry and all that stuff, they'll put up all these little cutouts of stuff they need and and all these checks they'll write themselves. And But what you need to do is, is you also need to make sure that when you're doing a vision board, that you're putting together a plan of action on how to achieve those things on the vision board. You also can't manifest anything unless you know what exactly you're manifesting. So don't just put like a pretty car on your, you know, whatever. I know for me, I've got like right now, I had a Bentley, but I downsized because I want to step up and I'm not really sure I want a Bentley right now in all honesty. But I do want a Porsche Cayenne. And so I, um, it's just the SUV for those of you who don't know. So I want to update that. But then now I'm thinking, I don't want a Porsche Cayenne because I got Buster. So now I want a Chevy Suburban, but I want like the pimped out one. Like I want a nice ride. So I will print out, like I already have them like put it in a folder on my phone and then I'll print them out. We have like a photo slash paper printer and uh, I'll just print them out on photo paper. Um, all of my pictures and I put them in a little square. I make them, I don't like them, the three by sixes and all that. I like the little square. I think it's like three by three. I don't know. They look nicer on the board. It's all about my OCD peeps. And on the back, make sure you write the value of what that is. So if your car costs $62,000, make sure you write on the back of that $62,000. Because if you're just looking at your vision board every day and it's a pretty car, that's great. But if you're intentionally trying to manifest this stuff, let the universe know, let God know how much you need. You know, it's that old adage, oh, I, I need money so bad and you sit down and you do all your crystals and your manifestation and your devotionals and you pray for guidance and you do all the things and then you go outside and you find a dollar but you needed 30,000. Hey, you got what you asked for. You got money. You didn't say how much. So make sure that when you do your vision boards that you are putting the values of what you want on the opposite side of your pictures. Don't write yourself checks, right? You can, it's cute, right? That lots of people have done that, right? Like celebrities uh, and all that garbage. But make sure that you also, like all of that is great, your vision board. But if you don't have a plan of action for the new year, like get a calendar. Make sure you're giving yourself monthly goals. I've been giving myself monthly goals for 2023 for the last two weeks. I write them in my 2023 calendar. By this month, I want this many views on my podcast. By this month, I want to have the illustration done on book one. By this month, I want to start the illustration on book two. You know, by this month, I want to make sure that we've got like, this is going to editing. Because yep, I'm still working on the books. I just had to take a break. That didn't mean I dropped it. But if you don't have a plan of action, then you're not, you're just going to be in that, that, you know, oh, it's just going to all drop in my lap. You have to work for it. You can't rely on stuff to happen. You got to make it happen. And that's the one thing we lose in, in New Year's. It's always about resolutions. Literally, I think, oh, forget what it was. I'm going to look it up right now. Like how many people, how, or we should do what percent of 
oh my God, of new year resolutions are kept, right? So of those who make a new year's resolution after one week, 75% are still successful in keeping it. After two weeks, the number drops to 71%. After one month, the number drops to 64. And after six months, less than half of the people who made a resolution are literally successfully keeping it. I mean, and that's because you're setting yourself up. So I've never been one. uh, So it's like basically 43% of people fail before February. One in four quit their New Year's resolutions before February. And so this is what I encourage people to do. I stopped making New Year's resolutions. I make my business plan of action, my personal plan of action, anything you need to do. You make your vision board, make sure you're monetizing it so you know how much everything costs. And then you need to actually do it, right? Do the three-second rule. I forget who wrote that. Who wrote that? Is that Mel? I think it's Mel. Oh my gosh. I'm having like a Blaine thing. The three second rule. Oh my God. Why can't I remember this? Um, wow. I'm like, I'm done today, peeps. Um, the, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Mel Robbins. I, I had Mel, but then I was thinking of Jen Cincero for some reason, or Sincero, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Mel Robbins. So if you haven't read the five-second rule, it's not a three-second rule, it's a five-second rule. Um, this actually works, and I did this for the longest time, and I'm enacting it, like literally, I've already started because of Little Buster, who gets me up early when he decides he's hungry at five o'clock in the morning. Um, so he just sits in his kennel and barks at me. Um, really relaxing. Um, so we're working on that, but literally you, you get up and if you're a snoozer or you need to get something done, oh my God, I really need to go down and get the laundry. Five, four, three, two, one, get up and do it. And you can't do one, two, three, four, five, because there's more numbers after that. So that like, it's, you know, you can keep going. It's too infinite, but do the five second rule. I mean, I'm acting that back in. I'm holding myself accountable, you know, Gary John Bishop. And I'm literally like, you know, pardon my French, but it's the name of the book. So it is what it is. I'm literally going to like un-F myself um, with Gary John Bishop. I may have to read that again, just as a reminder. I've read it like a million times. I'm going to read it again. I've already done the workbook. I may do the workbook again, actually. Not going to lie. And I I really think that this is going to be like just a new way to look at things. But resolutions have never been like a thing for me. Like I would say in the last five years, I will tell you, so this is something that I asked um, Mr. Sith to do um, with me, but I've started doing incorporating stuff. So instead of a resolution where I give up something, I'm incorporating good habits. So like, instead of saying like for new years, I'm going to stop eating chocolate. Okay. Well, that's dumb because <laughs> I'm sorry. There's like good dark chocolate you could eat as a, as a snack. I'm not giving that up. That's like, a, don't give up things that don't need to be given up. Give, give up. Oh my, what is going on with me today? Um, but you know, we get so hasty and strict that we, we restrict ourselves to the point where we set ourselves up to fail. 
And I don't want you guys to fail. And I don't want to fail. So I always make sure that and there's tons of clean treats. People are always like, I just love the snack. There's lots of clean snacking. And by clean snacking, I don't mean like cucumbers and, you know, celery with peanut butter. I don't even like that. Okay, I, I, I'm always at a loss for people who are like, I've been eating so well. Here's a salad of iceberg lettuce with some cherry tomatoes and some canned tuna. Yeah, no, no, not interested. Nope. Yeah, first off, no. And where'd you get that canned tuna? I'm real funny about, I don't have a lot of things in cans because I'm real funny about it. Uh, and I need to know where it was sourced. I need to know what's in that can. I need to know what the I need to know what the company is. Like if you didn't, if you're not a Thrive Market person, like I don't even know. Like I'm just too funny with my canned stuff. I can't even buy canned soup anymore. I pay too much for like Rouse soup, but it's so good. So then I'm like, I could totally justify spending the money for the soup because it's like I made it myself. It's that good. I'm not joking. Um, but. Don't, you don't have to give things up. There are healthy snacks. So here, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite two snacks that I, I just, I love chocolate, okay? And I love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And they're not any good for you, right? And they're totally addictive, intentionally, to keep you to keep eating. I love Justin's. And I'll do the Justin's peanut butter cup with like almond butter, dark chocolate. <coughs> Excuse me. It's very, very good. But what I like even better is the coconut ones with the dark chocolate. They're not peanut butter cups. They're just like, a, for lack of a better term, like an almond joy. Had to take a drink of water there. And so that's what, you know, that's like my chocolate fix. Then... For um, I love, I haven't had them in ages. So don't be like, I just ate them this year. I haven't had them in like over 10 years. I love crunchy Cheetos. And there is a brand of country, it's, uh, it, it's gluten-free, GMO-free, you know, non-GMO, no like, you know, corn, no weird stuff. And they're like crunchies or something they're called. They are so good and they are just like Cheetos, but better and they're decent for you. So now I can have that sensation of having crunchy Cheetos, but without eating garbage. So there's always my, you know, when I did holistic nutrition, one of the things that I always like drove home, right? I nailed hard on this. Stop depriving and substitute, right? You don't need to deprive and take away, swap it out. You know, I don't just tell people stop using white salt. I say, swap out your white salt for pink salt. I don't tell you to stop eating white sugar. I tell you to take your white sugar and throw it in the garbage where it belongs and to use coconut sugar, monk fruit sweetener, dates. I mean, there's tons of stuff. Honey, there's tons of stuff. And so if you could do those swaps, then you're replacing and substituting instead of depriving because we always, our bodies get triggered by that deprive. Mine does. So I can't be the only person who gets like super triggered by deprivation. As soon as someone tells me I can't have it, I want a whole bag. Like now, right now, give it to me. Like yum, 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 yum. I will eat it all. But we need to do things in moderation. So that's what I'm doing. I'm 
putting this all in. I'm going to start doing all of my um, fermented foods again. Uh, I, I may have to start up my kombucha factory again because uh, it's just too expensive to buy. I'm going to be honest with you when you can make it. and It's so much easier. Um, and just go with that. Summer's coming. And then I'm just going to kiss it to God and just be like, this is what's going to work. It's going to take this weight off again because Lord knows I gained a ton of weight. And then from there, we could just go and do that. Um, I just, I just know that like by blasting it out there, this will get, this will hold me accountable for what I need to do. And so I challenge all of you today to hold yourself accountable and put it out to anywhere. Tell a friend, tell whatever's going to work for you, but just tell someone, put it out on social media. You know what? How about you comment here i like this idea just it just was like light bulb how about when this posts um if you are not already following me on the finding calm the chaos facebook page get on there and tell me on the little drop for this episode which will come out obviously you know it, it'll be right on the page and it it has like i think it, it connects to podbean i'm not sure um but go ahead and comment on there or go to my personal page. If if we're if you're not following me on my personal page, Denise Sith, go ahead, follow me on the personal page and tell me, send me a message. I, I prefer it be public because this way, like you're putting yourself out there and tell me what you're committing to, to make yourself a better you in the new year. I'm telling you, it works. And if you have any questions about your vision boards or your your personal plans for the year to keep yourself on and, and write it down. Writing down means everything. Then send me a message. But uh, if you like what's going on and I'm, we're going to have some big stuff coming in in the new year. Uh, YouTube, that's like coming quick. It's like six months away and like we're already like there's going to be YouTube streaming. And uh, here's a big announcement. I'm also going to be doing video like you're going to see me when we're talking. Um, I'm not going to do it on all the platforms. It'll just be on YouTube, but um, we're going to test that platform out. And this allows me to have guests and stuff like that. So um, stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribing to all these. Share, like, uh, put it in your stories, uh, whatever it can. I appreciate you. It helps me. I have big goals for the podcast itself as well for 2023. Um, so let's do this together. Uh, until then, lead with kindness. Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness. <laughs>